Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Come through, Queen. I want to see you. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Dashing through the snow, the snow. in oh, one horse open sleigh. Over the Get in the car. This is beautiful. Wow. Guys, I've been working so hard. I just don't want to be all week in front of y'all. <laughs> God. Can I tell you, Dan has been quoting this Tyra thing nonstop since she got a second jab. He came to my house to pick up the microphones yesterday because I used them for our episode last week. And that's the first fucking thing he said to me. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty much the only thing you said to me because it was zero chit chat. You just were on the road again. I was on the road again. No, I mean, I, I had my second jab, which like so happy to have it. I was being dramatic with you. Uh, just like pretending because I was acting like Tyra was for the acting challenge. Wait, wait, wait. Can you can you maybe put that clip in here so that people know what you're talking about? I've been working so hard. I'm so tired, you guys. So, I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't mean to be all weak in front of you, but I'm just so lightheaded. <laughs> Somebody bring some water. Some some all right. So I was just kind of like, trying to be funny. And then lo and behold, I am one of the people who got friggin' knocked the socks off of me. <laughs> I mean, but you're fine now. It's not, been not like, so at 4am I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, it feels like a car just ran me over. <laughs> oh my God. And I like had trouble falling back asleep. And then I eventually did. Then I got up and then I had like some stuff to do. And I was like feeling a little bit better, but, but, but like, the trajectory of how I how bad I felt to how 
better I was feeling around noon was like, oh, maybe like by the time we're recording, I'll be like 100%. But that mm-hmm. is not the case. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like by tomorrow morning, I'll be good. And I'm just like happy to go through this in order to be a fully vaccinated person. <laughs> so, Do you want to stop recording? We can stop recording and just post this. No, I'm going to have the strength to carry on, especially for wow. such a, for such a special episode that we are reunited after essentially three weeks. I don't think we've ever like been apart on this show for this long. <laughs> I know. Usually if like one of us is away, it's only like a one week thing, but I thought those were two fun episodes in a row that we had. I know. Thank you to Jimbo and Honey for guest jumping in and guest co-hosting. I'm glad that I won't have to edit the episode uh, for the foreseeable future. Wow! But God. now that you have like the practice under your belt, you know, let's let's get you in the editing room. Yeah, I mean, like you're a pro now. You could totally handle the duties. I have faith, complete faith uh, in you. There were like I posted it like once and. My sound was completely off. I then (laughs) I re-uploaded it and I forgot to like include the full episode, but I I got it. The full thing was up by like 1030, which is sometimes better than you get it up. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, So we're back together. How exciting. Uh, Also worth mentioning. We have a Patreon bonus episode this week. Continuing our journey, ranking the housewives of each city. And this week we're hitting mm-hmm. Atlanta, which given that fact that we just had a finale, we're going into a reunion and mm-hmm. we also have some news from the Peach Report Daily. It's like really the perfect week for you to be tuning into a Atlanta ranking. I know. And can before Dan starts talking about this, Peach Report Daily from my experience with this outlet has not been wrong once yeah never wrong uh so peach report daily tweeted third time's a charm exclamation point whisper emoji peach emoji roa mm-hmm. so then like everyone figured it out it's sheree coming back for a third time which i've been calling for yeah i love her she is one of my favorite housewives of all time Anytime she's on screen, whether she's being the bone collector or we're seeing like the uh, her world crumbling around her, yeah. she's a joy to watch. Yeah. I mean, she, we get into this in our bonus episode a little bit. She's not like one of my favorite favorites, but I see mm-hmm. her importance to the franchise. And mm-hmm. given the state of Atlanta right now, like, let's try anything. <laughs> we need some joy in our lives. One of my favorite things ever was her reacting to Portia coming into Kenya's housewarming mm-hmm. party. Yeah. Truly iconic television. Um, her big fault, though, was the season that Kim came back like oh. as a friend of. Yeah. She aligned herself with Kim. And I think she, even Sheree probably regrets that. Sure. I mean, like, what was she thinking hitching her wagon to that i mean i don't know i don't know um but we have some other news to get to over in roni we got our taglines with just our five women and why don't i read them and you let me know what you think okay, okay sure so luann deliceps of all my vices being glamorous is one i'll never give up i think this is strong i i I'm glad, like, life is not a cabaret or anything like that, you know? I know. And when I think glamour, mm. 
I think Luann, I think. I mean, she's looking sun gun set to 100 in that title card. She's got that lion's mane of hair now. It's just, <laughs> it's just right. Yeah. Okay. Leah McSweeney, a.k.a. Leah Mob. I'm sex positive and BS negative. No, I don't care. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I think like everyone's predicting Leah Mob to have a bad second season. Yeah. We'll see. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. And I I I see a lot of like messy media moments in her future because I feel like she's gonna be speaking out on everything. Yeah. I mean, she was quoted reacting to the Demi Lovato yogurt shop scandal this week. Oh my god. So. If that's a sign of things to come, we're going to be hearing a lot from Leah Ma. I can't even think about that story anymore. It's just go- <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. Every single podcast I listen to this week, I feel like they've been talking about. Wow. Okay. I will. I will not <laughs> say another word, Brendan. <laughs> okay, Ramona Singer. I may say the wrong thing, but my intentions are always right. She's obviously trying to get ahead mm. ahead of something yeah, with this, for sure, for sure. I think it's definitely a reference to the help conversation that's going to come up yes for sure okay ebony williams i've had to work twice as hard for half as much but now i'm coming for everything i like it and i like that hers is a little bit longer Mm. i miss when like housewives taglines were just like a beat longer than some of these new york ones are sure and then last but not least sonia rita just like new york city sonia morgan never goes out of style I like it. Yeah. I think I, w- I was chatting maybe in our group text. Like, I wish he was like, just like New York City, S- Sonia Morgan is back. Like, in terms of, like, back after, oh, yeah. like, uh, lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. I do like the reference to, like, to, like, that conversation. I think that's clever. Yeah. Um, is she indicating that she's, like, anti-Trump with that? Because he was saying New York was over. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Doubtful. Um, okay. Besides that. Three clips were previewed on like a Twitter account. I think it's like OMFG reality or something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the buzz from people who who saw the sc- screener for the first episode was like, oh, this isn't great, blah, 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 blah. The three clips, I was like having a grand old time in all of them. I was enjoying myself. First of all, how do we get on the screener list? I know. No, you know what's actually interesting I've learned is that you're not like you're not on the list for all the shows. Like you have to go city by city and get them from like the production company. I think. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Let's get let's let's call Shed Media. <laughs> Actually, not really. I don't really like watching a screener like on a computer screen. You yeah, know? for sure. I like want the the television living room experience. Yeah. So if you're listening, we don't even want yeah, your screeners. Forget it. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, no, I love, like, at the end of Goodbye Pictures, like, saying along with it, like, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> wow. Wow. Can we talk oh, for a second about the clips? The fact that Luann's apartment, she looks out to Tom D'Agostino's terrace. Yeah. Psychotic. I love it. It was meant to be. <laughs> but, like, she knew she was in the neighborhood. I know. Like, she knew she was, like two blocks up or whatever. So like that to me, it's like, I wouldn't, if I was divorced from someone, I would not move two blocks away from them unless like I had like a child with them. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like I said, feeling good, feeling Giovanni, 
Feeling Giovanni. And lo and behold, Bethany enters the chat. Of course she does. Like she drops the trailer for what what is it called? Um here. The me, big shot the, with Bethany. The big shot with Bethany. In the middle of like the the Roni trailers come out. Roni hasn't premiered yet. And of course the show is premiering just a few days before Roni's premiering. She really can't get her foot off their neck. Okay, so this is from Entertainment uh, Tonight Online. Bethany's looking for her second-in-command, and it's sure to be a drama-filled journey along the way. On Wednesday, HBO Max dropped the trailer for the former Real Houses of New York City star's brand-new series, The Big Shot with Bethany. In the new show, aspiring business moguls will compete for a chance to be Bethany's vice president of operations for her multiple brands. The candidates will compete in real-life tasks and challenges in which they are tested to see how far they can push their creativity and determination to rise to the top. Uh, The show premieres on Thursday, April 29th on HBO Max. Wow. So six days before Roni premieres, right? Is is Roni on Wednesday or Tuesday? I think they're on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Then five. Yeah. Um, Also... Blink and you miss her. Dorinda's in the trailer. I know. I didn't miss her the first time. I, I know you did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was just like too overwhelmed. She was, I was looking for the entire time. Sure. I think is why I yeah. didn't miss her. Um, how, what do you feel about the show? It feels like Bethany is willing to lean into monster, mm. like devil wears Prada vibes, yeah. Miranda Priestly vibes. And I like that for us. I don't know how that will like do for her and her, like how people view her, but I like that she's going there with this. Yeah. I just, I can't wait to watch this. I know. I'm really excited. I even sent it to my sister, Casey, who's like always been a big Bethany fan. She's like, I can't wait to watch this mess or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just, I also like the competition aspect of it. This is obviously a play on the apprentice right and we famously were big apprentice fans (laughs) that's so bad that's so bad i i know but like it's (laughs) it's so bad but it's like but it's not like we were also we were like cheering for donald trump like while watching it (laughs) we i was watching mainly for like when the housewives were on it sure etc and then also when joan and melissa rivers have their break their meltdown which is iconic television that Dan and I famously love. Um, and then we even watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, version. yeah, we were desperate. Well, there there, yeah. there was like a housewife or two on there. Kyle yeah. and Portia, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. And Alaska made an appearance. Yeah. So we're, we're going to tune into that, I'm sure. And you have some news out of the Orange County. It's not really news. It's more, okay, so Bronwyn's been doing this thing where she's, like, calling the paparazzi everywhere she goes. And to me, the story hasn't really been interesting until now um, because of the implications of who she's with in these photos now. Yeah. So I'm reading the story that, like, exaggerates a little more than every other story. So this is from Reality Blurb, and it says, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke is seemingly unbothered by her recent split from former girlfriend Chris. The Real Houses of Orange County star was spotted soaking up the sun with a group of girlfriends over the week in Miami. She appeared to be living her best life despite her recent breakup earlier this month. The group was reportedly there to celebrate a birthday, and Bronwyn's 
rumored new girlfriend, Fernanda Rocha, was present. If fans recall, Fernanda appeared on season six of Real Housewives of OC as a friend of Tamara, and she also identifies as a lesbian. Quote, Bronwyn is becoming much more comfortable in her skin as a gay woman and is embracing her journey as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, an insider told Page Six while discussing the girls' trip. Though the reality star and Fernanda appear rather close in photos captured from the trip, a source tells a source said that the women are not in an exclusive relationship. Mm. Well, I mean, she is married, so it's not not exclusive. I know. Just but the photos, if you look at them, it's like Bronwyn and Fernanda are like cheek to cheek. And I just like I kind of feel bad for Fernanda in this situation because if you remember from season six yeah. of OC, the vibes were that like Tamara was like kind of leading her on. Sure. And it feels like Bronwyn's leading Fernanda on and for like a storyline. Wow. But like what story? There's no Orange County right now. I know, but like a press storyline. Hello. Sure, sure, sure. I, I'm glad, I'm glad there's no buzz about Orange County right now. I know same, but I wouldn't mind seeing Bronwyn and Fernanda on the show. Okay. You know, and if, especially if Tamara's back, because, like, that's the only thing that can save the show is Tamara coming back, right? Yeah, I guess so. Or Heather Dubrow coming back. Well, Heather Dubrow's not going to let Real Houses of OC be a part of her world. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, one last thing before we get into our shows. I just wanted to, like, dip into real quick. Uh, the Drag Race finale is going to be uh, airing, essentially, as this episode is going live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch the quote unquote reunion last week and a reunion with no reunions. How dreadful. What were they thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Especially cause like last year's reunion was pretty good. It was good. The zoom reunion. So like, I think maybe they like really wanted to showcase the girls and like their talents, but it just was so it wasn't cohesive because like some of them were performing original songs. Some of them were performing other people's songs. It was so weird. And then also the tech felt like a step down from last year's reunion. Like some people, you couldn't even understand what they were saying. For sure. Uh, Do have to give a shout out to Denali for the black pink ice skating performance, Mm -hmm. which was like an iconic moment. I would say. I, I will say also, but like, I feel like, did you see the video of her ice skating on that lake in Colorado? I feel like she wasted that video Mm. and that should have been her uh, reunion performance just because like it was so much more stunning visually than like being in like an ice rink, which was also great. But I just like the, the black pink of it all was really what had me on the moon. That was definitely, so I watched, um, with Honey yeah. and Jamie. And that was like the only time in the entire show where we were actually like hyped. Yeah, paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Why don't we get to our Bravo shows and start with the season finale of Atlanta? Let's go. We're kind of tying up loose ends at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Candy's getting acknowledged for supporting by creating business. Mm hmm. Uh, Mike Hill and Cynthia are like talking about what they're going to do and where they're going to live. And like, they're not spending Christmas together, which is interesting. 
That's so interesting. Aren't they always kind of talking about what they're going to do and where they're going to live? It feels like that is a conversation that is dependent on whether Cynthia has an Atlanta contract. Right. And right now they're talking about getting another house in Atlanta mm-hmm. because he doesn't, that Lake Bailey's apparently too small. Too small for what? No, I think like the bigger, con- like, I think that's like the fake reason, like the real reason is he doesn't want to be living in her house. That's so like, fuck, fuck men. Like <laughs> yeah. get a life. Yeah. She has this beautiful house on a beautiful lake. I'm sure there's like, there might be a lot of gnats is the problem. Okay. Cause there's a lot of bugs near lakes. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say I was actually like pretty invested in the Drew Jojo old daddy and new daddy event. I know I was too. And just like the awkwardness mm. of it all. I know. But like, that, like I'm just like thinking of myself at that age and like, I would have misbehaved like that. I don't think the kid misbehaved. I think he just was like, he barely knows this man. Yeah. The fact that he came like an hour late. Why is everyone in Atlanta like always showing up late? Well, like I said, Atlanta traffic. Is it bad? And then like, Atlanta traffic's notoriously really bad. And I think it's like Atlanta and LA, like two Mm. cities that rely on cars are both really bad with traffic. And like I said, everyone... I don't know where this guy lives, but everyone on this show lives like so far from each other. Sure. Wow. Okay. Um, is there anything? Oh, well, Kenya, like with the Mark stuff, I really like to go from invested to not invested. Like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Yeah, I agree. It's just, we know he's a, we know he's a shitty guy and I just like, we need to disengage. Yeah. It was also like weird talk. Like, I feel like we were talking about, Brooklyn's birthday party coming up and then like it's happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a thing that we're talking about, but it's not on the show. Cause like, she's not mm-hmm. really allowed to be on the show anymore, which I heard right. is like a, a possible reason why Kenya is in jeopardy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else with the other women? I mean, it would just be, uh, Portia. Was there anything with Portia? Oh yeah. Oh my God. The John Ossoff stuff. Oh yes. I forgot about that. Cause last, last week's episode, we saw them reacting to the presidential yeah. election, but now Georgia, as we all knew was thrown into the special election for the Senate. Yeah. And Kenya was out there giving some speeches for Ossoff and Warnock. Portia. What I said, Kenya. Yeah. Oh yeah. Portia was out there. That's even worse yeah. because of their like disagreements. <laughs> Portia was out there giving uh stump speeches for Ossoff and Warnock yeah. and like meeting them and like, Portia was doing like Instagram lives with Asif at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Okay. We have the thousand dollar secret Santa event, which no one wants to go to. I wouldn't want to go to this either. You want me to pay a thousand dollars and like I could be royally screwed with like something I that's hideous or horrible? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds someone mentioned how like a lot of them were kind of just like getting the stuff they were getting was kind of like a trade to promote the item and then they wouldn't have mm-hmm. to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to mention, like I actually watched this episode twice and the second time was the time I noticed that Mallory was even there. She was like, so in the background for this entire event to me. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, <laughs> sad. But that's why we like Mallory. She doesn't always have to be yeah front and center. But Marlo's just not here. She sends her nephews over. No assistants. The nephews aren't there. She sends the she sends a nephew over. Oh really? It said Marlo's nephew. Like one of the two that she's taking care of. Yeah. How did he get there? I think they maybe drove with the assistant. Or do they know how to drive? I don't know. They're too, how old are they're they? They're too young to be driving. I it definitely said it definitely said Marlo's nephew. Wow. Okay. Then I like even in two viewings gonna <laughs> pick that up. I hope I'm right. I think I'm right. I d I didn't like dream that. I don't know. Couldn't I've been having weird ass dreams recently though, so I might have. Wow. Okay. Um what did you like make of this whole event? Well, first of all, like I said, I would be mad okay. if I had to go to this. Um, I like a white elephant, though. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But like, I don't feel like anyone really got too creative with us. They just went designery shit. Yeah, I think there was like even an iPhone, which is like, that's a weird thing to receive as a gift. I know. Yeah. And it just, it's one of the, this event was like, when it shines through that people are pissed that they're, at a place that others aren't, mm. which I think became an issue on New York last season with Dorinda and Tinsley. Like Dorinda seemed mad that Tinsley just didn't have to show up to certain oh, things, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And this is what it feels like the women who are sitting around the table, like eating dinner before yeah. everyone arrives yeah. before like uh Portia and drew arrive are like mad that they have to be there. So early if Portia can just come in later, you yeah. know, and that like takes away the magic of the show. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're watching Agreed. people like produce a, an episode of television. I was listening to um, Jill Zarin talk about this phenomenon recently. And she was basically saying like in the early days of the show, we wanted more camera time. So we like would film more yeah. and offer more. Yeah. And it seems like it's kind of flipped now that like women are receiving so much money to be on these shows. And now that they're like, they're like, doing less for more mm. almost okay interesting does that make sense yeah well i i mean i think there's also like more ego now than there was back then yeah because like back yeah. then they were still like scrappy yeah 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 um I, okay first like drew's gag i couldn't like wrap my head around what was going on <laughs> it definitely wasn't the gag of the season <laughs> it was not the gag of the season but it, I do have to say, like, it was interesting that it ended up going to Kenya. Mm-hmm. And, and then we get the whole, like, playing the cassette tape thing. Off of this weird boom box. And it's like, couldn't you get, like, some other kind of, like, player to play this? No, I love the boom box. Um, but, like, essentially he's just saying, I like her. And... Mm-hmm. I was like getting divorced or like still married when I met the mother of my three-year-old child. Yeah. To me, it's this storyline and the Kenya going after Portia about Bolo. It's like, why do you care so much about these other people and what they're doing with their lives? Like, so what that this pastor guy like likes look, Toya, like, who cares? Drew keeps, like, saying something that I had never heard before in terms of, like, she is, like, acting like a Delilah. 
And I keep thinking of like, oh, yeah. like the Delilah like radio. Love someone tonight. <laughs> the, the, the radio host. No, Delilah, love someone tonight okay, yeah, is yeah. the okay, tagline. Okay. My dad, when we used to go visit him when we were kids, we always used to get into the car in the airport and Delilah would be on and he would like be like, oh, I don't know why this is on and like pretend that he <laughs> wasn't listening to Delilah on the way to pick us up from the airport. Wow. Um, cause like I never heard of Delilah as like a biblical, I'm assuming she's meaning in some biblical sense. Like I always, it was always like Jezebel to me. Well, yeah, I think it's like Delilah and Jezebel are like similar. They're like freaking frack. <laughs> yeah. Frick, Delilah and Jezebel freaking frack. Um, Lucy and Ethel. But it's very like blaming Latoya that this man is like potentially calling off his engagement or like leaving the mother of a child or something. It's like, but like Latoya is like magical and able to like conjure a spell to like make him do this. It's so, it's so this storyline is so stupid. And like, I was rooting for drew until I I think there were like three episodes where I was like really into drew. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, Oh, why are you ruining it for me? Mm -hmm. Like, what a way to go out. Also, I was wondering... No, okay, but then... Okay, Latoya showing up. Like, it was... every Like, Kenya getting the gift, and then this fight, and then Latoya showing up almost felt like too perfectly... Like, happening in sync with each other. How did she get there? Like, what? Do, I, I don't understand, because she seemingly didn't arrive in her own car so like yeah she seemed production she seemed lit when she <laughs> arrived right no and because also because at the end of the episode she's leaving in kenya's car with oh her. yeah 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 so like it feels like she was doing something and had other plans then production was like we need car. to get her in here get her in here <laughs> a van pulled up and just like pulled her in exactly but like so her coming in whatever fighting going out coming back in then like really getting into it with drew and then like kenya screaming at her and pulling her into the car while the carolers were coming was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) the carolers the carolers walking down that hill and like just the fact like kenya has to get around them somehow in that car while latoya is wanting to interact with them yeah it, it is this has been a boring season, but there are so many like fun moments of comedy yeah. still, even if it's boring. What what also I was thinking about while watching this was didn't it feel like they filmed a lot or tried to film a lot after the show premiered and we really only got like maybe two episodes worth of post Atlanta premiere footage? When did it premiere? I want to say it premiered like in the beginning of November or December, November. maybe it was December. I want to look it up. Well, yeah. And like, it seems like at the end of the season, we were just like going through the holidays at warp speed, you know, yeah. weren't we like just at like a pumpkin patch or whatever? It was like pumpkin Thanksgiving Christmas. Although I guess mm-hmm. like that's how it goes in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. So the premiere was actually December 6th. Okay. Didn't it feel like there was so much chatter about them like still filming afterwards and then production getting shut down and then picking back up? Like I even felt like it happened after the new year a little bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that too. There's always a lot of like chatter out of Atlanta that some of it's not true and some of it is. 
Well, I wonder if... But Peach Report Daily is always true. Yeah. I wonder if, like, this event happened and then they tried to get more, but they were like, let's just, like... Like, this seems like a good good place to, to end the season. Yeah. I feel like we've said this about multiple series this year. Oh. Don't you... Haven't we said this about, like, other things? Like, they, they, they just gave up? Yeah. Well, definitely Orange County just gave up. Yeah. 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 For sure. And then New Jersey's very short this year. It's only 13 episodes. It's shorter than Dallas. Good. It's like, let's get... Give us short and sweet, babes. Yeah. I just want to, like, talk for one second about Jersey versus Atlanta. Isn't it interesting that in Jersey... We're middle of summer, and in Atlanta, we are at Christmas. So weird how production susses out that way. Yeah. Well, but I think, like, we all knew Jersey was done filming. Because I think Mm -hmm. the finale party is that, like, Halloween party. Yeah. And they were just holding it for, like, to put it in the right slot. Yeah, and it's just, like, the way Atlanta is filmed, I feel like, is filmed very differently than other shows. Okay. Where the product, like like you said, production just keeps going. Yeah, just a thought. Okay, let's head over to Dallas, where we are going to the Dallas, Dallas. mansion. So, I liked this little intro that they did. It was fun. It was different. That, like I like that they're tr- giving it some effort. Andy even posted it to his Instagram. Oh, yeah. Andy talked about it on his radio show. Could not believe Andy was acknowledging Dallas. Um. I will say, though, somebody called into his radio show yesterday and confronted him for not talking about Real Houses of Dallas on the Chrissy Teigen episode of Watch What Happens Live that aired right after Dallas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like a gay from Dallas being like, sometimes you just like ignore them completely. And what did he say? (laughs) He was like, well, yeah, sometimes we just don't talk about it and that's my choice. (laughs) But then he was like, but then he was like, well, and also, like, Chrissy isn't caught up on Dallas, mm. so, like, we couldn't talk to her about it because yeah. she's not caught up, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I just, sometimes those, like, the way they talk about those callers on that Radio Andy <laughs> show. They're always like, shut up, get off the phone. <laughs> that And that John Hill guy is, like, even worse than Andy. He's kind of mean. Yeah, I love it, love it. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Brandy's contributing something by planning this event. Um, we're going, I, I, it's interesting to see Brandy interact with other human adults. Oh yeah. That aren't the housewives. It's like, but it's like, she can only do it if she's referencing her past as a cheerleader. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, Tiffany Moon's doing a spa day with the girls and I feel like we did this already. (laughs) I know. It just goes on and on and on. Like I, like I enjoy family time, but like, it's like there you can only do so much family time with like two twin daughters that are like four years old. Like what, what are you going to get out of this? Wow. Drag her, drag the four year olds. No, I just mean like in, for a television program, you know? No, I, I, I was just, I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Carrie at the restaurant with her kids was interesting. Yeah. Especially God, the editors putting in the <laughs> one week later, uh, ripping the walls of the Dallas mansion apart. Literally, like her daughter saying, "You broke the cycle," yeah. <laughs> and the- <laughs> it's 
it's crazy. And I, I'm interested to see exactly like wh- how everything goes down because did she tear off a glass panel off of something? Well, the, so it looked like the, the who shot JR room had plexiglass mm-hmm. set up in order to like, so people wouldn't go in and like mess up the like little like crime scene that they have set up. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a museum than a room to use. And she rips it off. It looks like she rips off the wall. <laughs> that is cuckoo uh, Um, So interesting. And then Deandre, the Deandre of it all. Oh my God. Okay. So like the, sh- the shaman thing is so stupid. And like, she's bringing, I recognize like the bags, the Trader Joe, the Trader Joe's bag. bags of like nuts <laughs> and seeds. And like one of them was like a trail mix with, chocolate pieces in it which oh my god <laughs> i don't know um like it's stupid but i don't like hate this stuff i don't either and i kind of enjoy like in the spectrum of gay men we've seen on these shows <laughs> the shaman is like i like him okay he reminds me of someone i know actually okay okay um which is interesting but like didn't he like blow something into her nose? Oh, it looked like he was like sucking the snot out of her nose. Does COVID exist? <laughs> she got COVID after this, right? Yeah. No, she got COVID like during premiere week, if you remember. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but the the thing with them with the stepmother, mm-hmm. I was riveted. Jeremy like sleeping in the car for two hours is funny to me, and like, do you think he's? Do you think he stayed there the entire time? Kind of looked or, like, like it. I would have driven around. I would have gotten like some froyo. Maybe like walked into a Barnes and Noble. Like anything. I think he was just happy to take a little nap. Um, the fact that it wasn't filmed is like annoying as a viewer, but in terms of like reality, like of course she's not going to film this. Like. If you were trying to repair a relationship that you haven't seen each other or spoken in years and years, like mm-hmm. it is not healthy to be filming this. And Mama D like laying into this woman in a confessional was like, oh, you're not helping the situation at all. I know the thing about like get a nose, get her a nose job and all that stuff. I will say I really appreciated Jeremy after they got off the phone with Mama D yeah. at the beginning of the episode. And he was like, well, I don't agree with everything she says and he like was really even keeled and like explained his point in a way that i think deandra needs Mm. points explained sure like things can't be all extremes otherwise she'll like go postal she he like walked through why he doesn't agree with her mom on this and i think it really was helpful i just want to point out i felt so claustrophobic in deandra's like bathroom and bedroom she has like so much shit everywhere. It's like I think mm-hmm. she might be a few steps away from a hoarder. Oh, for sure. Yeah. She's got everything it takes to be a hoarder. Yeah. You know? I could see that in her future. It's I I'm really, really, really appreciative of Deandra this season, mm-hmm. I think. She is the future. Her and Tiffany Moon are the future of the show. But I don't think Tiffany's gonna come back. I know, sadly. Yeah. Okay. Um Everyone's kind of getting wrapping up stuff. And like, has Stephanie filmed any solo scenes this <laughs> this year after like the, the locker thing? Who cares? Yeah. 
I like I used to be a Stephanie Stan, but like now I'm like, what are you bringing us? Yeah, we did get from um, Cameron the signing of the the papers for the new home. Yeah. Um, and then eventually we're just like all getting together for our eighties murder mystery, etc. Yeah, girls trip. Jen Davis is on this trip. Oh my yet god! You wouldn't, you wouldn't know it. <sighs> they have done a better job editing her out of the show than Drag Race did of editing Sherry Pie out. Right. Like it's, I think a casual viewer literally would not notice she's on the trip, and like we're only noticing so much because like we're obsessed with the fact that they're editing her out. I didn't notice until like they did have her say one thing and then I was like is that Jen Davis and then I was like looking for her in like future scenes but like we're going room to room showing everyone where they're <laughs> yeah. gonna sleep where's Jen where's sleep? Jen sleeping <laughs> like we're if if uh Tiffany Stephanie and Brandy are sharing one bed yeah. is is Jen the one who gets her own bed yeah I don't nothing makes sense here we really need to get to the bottom of this it must be something with like her ex-husband who she was breaking up with like during the season and like maybe like it must be something like that or is like did she do something that was like ultra problematic that Bravo wanted to steer clear of? Wow. We'll never know. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get to the bottom of it. Um the murder mystery that one woman who they I think they use in the preview for the episode like I cannot wrap my head around what accent she was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I'm interested to see what's to come for the finale next week. Agree. I'm excited. One more thing. So this house was used as the filming spot for all of Dallas or just the external shots? Uh, couldn't tell you. I, okay. I like, I was younger than Stephanie who like what, said she was too young for this. Like, I know of Dallas. I know it's iconic. I've seen clips here or there. Yeah. Or have I seen clips of Dallas, or is that just Dynasty? Um, They did do a Dallas reboot recently. Yeah, on CBS or something. Uh, I don't even know if it was, like, on network television. Oh. It could be, like, TBS or something. Uh, Yeah, so why don't we get on over to Jersey? Let's go. The best place to be every week, if you're asking me. I know. And I was in Jersey last weekend. It's a truly great place. I was, we walked around Jersey city a little bit. We were in the mall, but then we walked around a little bit. Wow. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. I know. Over there. People love it. Okay. Who do you want to get to first? Um, should we start with Delore? Sure. Yeah. She like is talking to Frank senior about the procedure and then talking to Frank jr. And letting him in on the secret. Mm-hmm. Like, he was mad that he wasn't told. And I think I would be too. I think I would have a similar reaction. Yeah. Well, like Dolores was painting it as like, this is a girl thing. Yeah. And he's like, it's, no, it's not a girl thing. It's a health thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I hope like Dolores is okay. Um, I think she might be. Otherwise we would have heard. Yeah. I, I loved Jackie and ZMLS getting together. Mm-hmm. I just like I like like I wasn't here last week, but like that that scene with like Marge, Jackie, and ZMLS was fun, and I like mm-hmm. I like 
the two of them getting together. You like the loser team and not the mean girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the yacht. We got the yacht. We got the yacht. So I didn't realize that Marge's ghostwriter was the same person who ghostwrote for Teresa's book. Yeah, and I'm also wondering, like, is she pulling in the yacht money, or is she, like, married to a rich man? Because, like, I can't imagine ghostwriting is, like, getting you yachts. She made a comment being, like, I wrote a lot of books for this. Yeah. But who knows? Isn't, like, the literary world struggling to some de- some degree? I couldn't tell you. Mm, okay. I know. I have two books that I just got for free. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I gotta say, Jennifer, like, surprised me in terms of, I feel like this episode was previewed of, like, Jennifer behaving badly once again with, like, the fight between her and Marge. But Jennifer was actually mm-hmm. the one who was kind of in the right. Oh, yeah. I agree. Totally. So it was, like, fun to root for her for once? Well, th- what happened is Marge told her story in full. Yeah. And Jennifer was like, oh, I didn't realize yeah. exactly what happened because the time that you told me the story previously, yeah. you told it a little differently. Yeah, exactly. Did you think that um, Teresa telling all about the new man and their date to whatever place was trying to just like take distraction from Jackie talking about her birthday. Oh my God. Wow. I didn't even (laughs) like think about that, but maybe. Well, because like Jackie was like, Oh, I'm actually like turning 44 next week. And like Dolores is like, what are we doing? And somebody was like, we should go to like, so and so whatever. And then Teresa had the man, the date with the man there. And it's the same guy she's seeing now, right? I think so. Yeah. He's been accused of all sorts of things in the press. Oh my God. Wow. Nervous about that. It is interesting. I I feel like Teresa and him ended up filming scenes like after they might've wrapped. Mm -hmm. I'll be curious to see like how they fit that in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there anything you want to get to before we discuss the mother daughter thing? I guess like we should discuss the, uh, Jen's mom to some degree. Like prepping for the event. Yeah. I mean, I feel like last week we got into like Jen being more on her mom's side than she was. And then like, it feels like Jen's no longer as much on her mom's side. It it felt like she like dipped out of that. It's so weird. And especially like, couldn't the dad have just gone away for this episode? To where? Which is, I mean, like, she's... Jen's essentially throwing this event to, like, make her mom feel better. Like, couldn't mm-hmm. we, like, push him in another room? Yeah, for sure. You know, so that she could just, like, enjoy this? Mm-hmm. Go send him, like, golfing or something that men do. Yeah. Oh, I do want to... Before we get to the mother-daughter thing, the, the Melania, Gia, Teresa scene was pretty fun. In the bedroom, like, with Joe on speakerphone... Oh yes, and them all them talking both about like can we talk about dating in front of the other? Yeah. That's kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, that's a, like as annoying and as bad as Teresa is, like 
this is what's like the, at the heart of Jersey Housewives, you know? I mean, like she has moments like this that are so endearing yeah. and like where she's, she's almost like a kid, you know? Yeah. I'm, She's like a teen. I do think also, like, I don't know where they are at in their relationship right now, but Zia Mullis kind of made, like, a good point in terms of, like, Teresa has been miserable for 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what she will be like as, like, a happy person in a relationship with, like, someone holding her hand. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to this mother-daughter event. When they're talking about it on the yacht, they're, like, no one is really giving much thought to the Teresa of it all. I know, which is interesting because the person proposing it is Teresa's soldier. Yeah. So you'd expect for her to like keep that in mind. But I think it's like more in Jen's mind previous events that they've had like this with like mm. mother, daughter. And I guess Teresa wasn't at the one at Marge's. I can't that one remember. Year. I really can't remember. Maybe she wasn't. She, I think she maybe was like had a falling out with her at that point. Okay, or something maybe, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like it was like Danielle, maybe was that when Teresa and Danielle were still friends? They were just buddy-buddy yeah. together. Uh, yeah, so, but like not even Dolores or Ziema List to like give it, give it a thought. Mm-hmm. Like obviously I'm not expecting Jackie to do anything, but um, like, Ziemelis could have been like, oh, come with me and my mom. Right. So we can like walk in together and blah, blah, blah. Which like Zia's mom later in the episode ends up being like the motherly figure towards Teresa, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, or even like bring Gia. Yeah. Which I think would have been fun. But for her, like, but okay. So there's that aspect of it, of like the preparation of it. And then there's, like, the execution of everyone just kind of, like, laughing with their, like, mom, having the time of their life, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Mm -hmm. Teresa's just, like, sitting there, like, sitting alone in VIP, like, Candy Muse. Like... I know. I, like, I haven't felt bad for Teresa in quite some time. (laughs) And I felt bad. I know. I know. Um, She also, like... P pointed out, uh, yeah. didn't have to go. Yeah, of course. But like, we're like, this is a, an event for a show that we're filming. Like, sure. Like you need a reason to not go if you're not going to go. Yeah. What did you think about Jennifer's big act of like, like, Oh, should we have wine? I'm not really a drinker. And then Teresa was like, you're not really a drinker. That was actually like so funny. Like <laughs> Teresa's brain actually working fast enough for once <laughs> to like, <laughs> to respond. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was a great episode. I loved it. Like having both the yacht and the mother daughter thing felt like we had like two big group Mm -hmm. group events and then there were great solo work peppered in throughout. Also Jen's daughter just doing Uh that thing that like some children do. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been known to linger, you know, like when (laughs) I was a kid, like, cause you want to hear what the adults are saying. You also want to like be a part of the action. (sighs) Oh my God. A star was truly born. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with Summer House and wrap it up with The Freak of a Week and One True Queen. And we're back. And we just watched Summer House Live, which mm-hmm. on a Winter House tease 
But before we get to the Winterhouse tease, that did remind both of us that Potomac was teased at the end of the Atlanta finale. I know. It's like, it was so good, too. Just to have, like, 15 seconds. Not even. It was literally 10 seconds. High energy, high octane. I can't even unwrap, still wrap my head around those 10 seconds as to what we're talking about. So there are people claiming, and I don't want to like put this out in the world without like saying these are just like allegations, claims, et cetera, et cetera. They're claiming that Karen is accusing um, Giselle yeah. of having an STI. Oh. Probably like coming from like probably with the implication that it came from what's his name. Mm. And we know that he like has slept around, et cetera, et cetera. That's what people people are claiming from that clip. Okay. Wow. Now a few things from that clip. Where's Candace? Right. And Dr. Wendy looks stunning in the clip. Well, well, it's like, it's like, these women have their second season glow ups. It's like anyone who sees themselves on television yeah. is like, here's what I need to do to like come through, you know? But like for a moment, I was like, who is this? And then I was like, Oh my God, it's Dr. Wendy. I, I feel like we're like, we, there's like a second season curse with some women. I feel like Dr. Wendy is going to have like a, a major second season in a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, people didn't really like her as much Mm. as we liked her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, Until until maybe the reunion. And then I feel like her second season's going to be good, knock on wood. I mean, we don't want to put the Come Through Queen curse on her. I mean, you have some wood behind you, knock on it, please. (laughs) I'm knocking here, I'm knocking here. I've got a lot of wood in this house. Wow. Here? Okay. (laughs) Um, Since I already mentioned the Winter House tease... How did you feel about that? I almost felt like it was coming. Oh, really? Winter is coming, yeah. Something (laughs) in my brain was like, they do have something to tease. And it crossed my mind, because I was like, this season's ending too early for me, in general. Oh, okay. I just, like, I want to spend more time with my friends. Oh, of course. I I could spend literally every week with them. Yeah, so I was like, it's coming to an end a little too quick for my taste. Maybe they'll give us something. And then it came true. Yeah. I didn't like broadcast like that. I think that a mm-hmm. teaser is coming, but it, it felt like since it's already in the can, yeah. they could pull a clip. I mean, there was a chill in the air today here in New York city. So like perfect time. Right? It really, what, like, come on, what is going on? <laughs> Mother nature on earth day herself. Um, we got confirmation that Craig and Austin are on the show. There was, mm-hmm. like, a woman next to, like, Austin or Craig that wasn't, like, labeled, and I couldn't figure out who that is. Are we getting, like, n- brand new people in a house? You know what? I hope not, but who knows? Who knows? I'm I'm thinking maybe that's someone who just, like, works at the resort. They need an extra mm. person for the team. Okay, okay. But who knows? She was, like, a raven-haired woman, right? Like, I, I just did not recognize her, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the Summer House finale. <sighs> this was such a good episode, in my opinion. Such a great end ending to the season. Mm-hmm. We're picking up with Des 
leaving and that little sit down with Amanda and the gals. Mm-hmm. When, at what point did like Hannah and Sierra become freaking frack? I think Hannah did a lot of work going into Sierra's room mm-hmm. and vice versa. Okay. And it's, they became freaking frack against Luke. Okay. Though if I were Sierra, I'd look at Hannah's whole thing with Des and be like, oh, you were never really telling the truth. But I guess like Sierra didn't really like care. Yeah. But um, I don't, you know, like I got to say Paige is trying to please everyone here. Which I like. I like Paige not going, like you would expect after the Giggly Squad, like Paige to just go into the Hannah corner. Yeah. And no offense, but I like that Paige is playing all sides. That's who we want. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, if Paige wants Giggly Squad to continue, she can't like burn that bridge. Right. She can't Hannah burner that bridge. Yeah, exactly. Although I, I'm dying to know, like, why is Hannah not part of Winterhouse? I know. Well, because probably the producers watched Summer House and were like, ugh. <laughs> but then it's, then it's, I mean, I've mentioned this before. How did she get Bravo's chat room after filming this crazy season? I really don't know. I, I know that there was like auditions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't we, didn't we hear that like certain people were pulled for auditions? Yeah. So like even Paige was in the audition process. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, maybe she just had more chemistry with uh, the producers, uh, Kate and Portia. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, God, I I need to know everything about Kate leaving. I know. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. It's a two-parter. Mm. So, do you think that Hannah Burner knows who Tina Burner is? Mm, no. Do you think that Tina Burner knows who Hannah Burner is? No. Okay, that's interesting. Do you think the answer is yes to either of them? I feel like a drag race queen is more likely to know about a Bravo star than vice versa, you know? I mean, the only reason I think Tina might know is because she is like an older gal. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like that is more in the Bravo audience than like one of the younger drag queens, like one of the like twenty three year old drag queens probably does. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Although I do have to say, like my sister seemed to know who Paige and Hannah were before jumping into Summer House. Because is she part of the Giggly Squad? I, th- I, d- I think she just, well, like, obviously, like, I talk about these people, but, like, I think they just might be people that are on her radar somehow. Mm-hmm. From just being, like, well, I mean, like they're like personalities inf- or something. Influencers, yeah. and then, like, Hannah was, like, a part of, like, the Batches, Betches sure. world yeah. for a while. Yeah. Anywho, um, <laughs> that night before the pretend wedding really devolved into something scary, particularly with Hubhouse. Of course, it was, she was incoherent in that kitchen. Yeah. But like, that is 
a recipe for disaster when like two partners are not on like the same level of like to the moonness. Mm-hmm. To 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 the moon. Uh it gets like annoying, you know? But like you also need to be in a like you need to know how to navigate that situation too. Yeah, this was very um Stasi Schroeder's birthday where they were all dressed yes. as like ice characters and she was downstairs. It literally was the same mm-hmm. scene. Like mm-hmm. she was downstairs rage texting. Yeah. And it's like, come, someone needs to like, they need to meet in the middle. Mm. Like have a conversation before the party starts or something being like, Hey, I'm going to stay up and like hang with the boys. I don't think there's a problem with that. It's not like he's out clubbing. Yeah, He's just like upstairs hanging with the guys. What do you want him to do? Like come like, be a warm body next to you. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to know how to like navigate that. Um, I, I gotta say like Danielle grabbing the suitcase and hiding in her room was a start making moment for her. Danielle. I'm like, we've said over and over this season, like really she's come a long way for us. Yeah. And just in terms of like the reunion preview that we saw, I'm glad she's sitting next to Carl and not Lindsay. Same. Cause I feel like that puts her in the mix more rather than her being like Lindsay's lackey. I know. And she's like getting into a fight with Paige. Yeah. Which I think it's so interesting. Yeah, Love it. Oh, okay. Um, impressed that they're able to pull this together after that crazy night. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. I want Carl to plan my wedding. I feel like he's a good planner. I think you just want to. You just want to marry Carl. No, he's got too many family issues, and mm-hmm. I've got a lot of family issues. So it's like, oh, okay. it's just too much wrapped up in one. You know? Wow. Okay. He's also famously heterosexual, and I'm famously okay. gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he really like stepped up to the plate. Danielle's boyfriend stepped up to the plate. We love Robert, and they're still together to this day, which I love. Danielle was really up to the plate in terms of, like, the the decorating. Yeah, it was like, I mean, even Stravi was out there, like, doing the work. Yeah, even though he was, like, barely talking to Hubs. I know, I don't like Stravi, but I was like, oh, he's at least, like, out there, like, lighting a candle yeah, and, better, like, putting up the love balloon. Better than Des. Yeah. Um... Let's see. I mean, Hannah on her phone, not lifting a finger. This is why you didn't get asked to be a bridesmaid. Also, like, when Paige came into their room and she, like, is, like, didn't even want to get into the bed because it's, like, too gross. It's, like, ugh. Mm. Like, clean your sheets, do something. Yeah. But I do have to say, Paige, in her fake wedding dress, looks sun gun Set to 100. Yeah, Paige and also Amanda. Yeah, Amanda, of course. Yeah, yeah, obviously. And the moments between Amanda and Paige in the room, mm-hmm. like asking her to be the bridesmaid, and then between Kyle and Carl Loved in the it. room. Just like heart-wrenching, beautiful moments. It's like, I I like these people. I like these people in a way I don't like any other Bravo liberty. <laughs> yeah. Bra- Quote-unquote Bravo liberties. Yeah, for sure. I also just would lo- like I would love info on like how often are Paige and Hannah get getting together 
every week? How mm-hmm. often are Paige and um, Amanda getting together every week? Sure. Where does like Lindsay fit into all of them? Like, I want to know more about the off season with them. I, from my, from what I can see, cause I follow them, mm. some of them, it feels like there's a really strong culture between right now, hub house, Carl and Luke. Oh, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know about the others. I don't, I don't know if I see Paige getting together with like either Amanda or Hannah. And are they even doing like, are they doing Geekly Squad every week? Um, I mean, it, I think it's like now a podcast and not an Instagram live show. But they're doing it every yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Paige just started a podcast with Amanda called, like, I'm Not Laughing, Bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the ceremony was great. That the, the food looked really good. It looked – that we need to hire him for something. Yeah, yeah, for something. Um, yeah, just had such a great time. Can't wait for the reunion. Two-parter, but, like, better than last year, which was a one-parter Watch What Happens Live reunion. Is it a two-parter yeah, officially? Yeah, yeah, they said two-parter, <gasps> yeah. That's the best they've ever had, and they get a real set? Oh, did – that one year they had a reunion, was it also just one part? The Watch What Happens Live thing? Well, not the Zoom one, like, the one before. That was a Watch Robin's oh, okay. Live thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was only one part. Okay. Yeah. And it's like they were in those, they were in those like tall chairs yeah. in that cramped oh, yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. It's like, please. And it was like the season where like Steven was still around. Yeah. I got to say like, happy they have a set. I'm not loving the seating. It feels like Paige. Um, it's too far away. Paige, Sierra and Hannah are like on another show. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you really think about the seating, it makes sense because, like, Hub House is closest to Andy and she had a lot of the drama this season. Mm, Yeah. But it's like you naturally, like, want Paige to be in that first seat. (laughs) Right? I mean, Paige, Paige, love her, but, like, had no storyline, really, besides just, like, hanging up on Perry all episode. Exactly, but, like, but she's such a good presence on the show. Yeah, yeah. So you, like, want her front and center. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Love it. Also, Luke and Luke and Robert during the wedding scene, I'm like, which is which? Because they were standing mm. next to each other, and they both have the same length hair, and it's similar color. Was, was Robert even, like, at, during the ceremony? I thought he was inside cooking. No, he was standing. No, I don't he was standing think so. with the Simmons. He was standing with the Simmons. <laughs> I'm 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 pretty sure he was standing there. You go back cuz they flashed to him like cooking while it's going on. I I'm pretty sure he was standing there because both he and Luke have the same okay. length hair. Sure. Uh, They're not going to make him sit in there for like the 10 minute long ceremony. I don't know. Um I always like get sad when the the lights go down on the cameras, like in the you know how they like do it every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're just left with the one shot of the pool. Yeah, but at least this year, like we have something to look forward to—a good reunion. We have we have winter house and then cameras up in two months for summer house again. So I wonder, is there wedding salon for June eighteenth or whatever they said? Like our twenty first. Our camera's going to be up. For the wedding? They better be. They better be. They better be, yeah. I also wonder, like, at what point now with, like, 
these different casts and filming? Is it just like, okay, like everyone just get vaccinated and then we'll start filming. Right. You know, I wonder. Right. I wonder if they might push the wedding once again, a little bit more Mm. until like we're in the clear, clear. Yeah. Cause like June is coming quick yeah, sure, and it's sure, like sure. not every, not every family member coming from wherever might be vaccinated. Yeah. But, but like, hello, this is Biden's America. Like everyone can like get vaccinated now. Go get vaccinated bitches. <laughs> okay. Let's do the freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. All right. The freak of the week this week is if you guys tuned in to uh, watch happens live with Jackie Goldschneider and Brad Goreski. There was, can I, can I say yeah. one, like in college, I had the biggest crush on Brad Goreski because he was on the Rachel Zoe show and he was just like, he's so cute. I gotta say he's kept it up. Mm-hmm. Um, although I find the like housewives lip sync for your lives. So obnoxious. Agree, because, like, everyone's doing that shit. Like, it's so boring. Yeah. And it's, like, to put real money into it, so he's, like, out here buying, like, Jackie nameplates. <laughs> it's, like, that's a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so on that episode, like, there was this gay guy wearing a little neon pink pajama that, like, interacted with Brad or something, I think, for, during the main episode. And then during the... In the audience. Yeah, in the, in the audience. audience uh Ask Brad a question, blah, blah, blah. Then during the after show, he, like, Andy goes back to him because Andy was, like, entertained by him, I guess. Yeah, the guy was, he was wearing a pink pajama set and he, like, had it, like, pretty wide open. Yeah. And I think, like, Andy was commenting on that and, like, the back and forth between the two of yeah, them yeah. was interesting. So then he asks Jackie Goldschneider, he's like, well, we know you don't like, blowjobs so but given how much you kiss melissa gorga's ass what about rim jobs but it was like it was like nastier than that it was like mean it was like really mean well it was like a clear tree hugger um and jackie was just like i don't even know what you're talking about i know um and then like andy did like kind of save the situation with a follow-up being like how do you like deal with like the haters and blah, blah, blah. And like the tree huggers coming after you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh yeah. But like, I have fans of my own. So whatever. Yeah. The thing is at the end of the day, we as gay people don't need to just choose, <laughs> don't need to just choose to be mean and ugly for no reason. Oh my God. It was just so I'm not like, this is very much a slice of like the Bravo fandom online. And it's like, you don't need to tag people. You don't need to like mm-hmm. go crazy. Like mm-hmm. you could like people, you could not like people. You don't need to like, want to like destroy them. <laughs> I know. It's like people literally like think it's uh fucking the Avengers and we're <laughs> destroying Thanos or whatever. I don't even know what that means, but I do have to say like both the, the winter house and the Potomac um, previews gave me like, Marvel Cinematic Universe end credits vibes. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you're always supposed to, like, say at the end of those movies, like, we stayed at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, when we had to watch WandaVision, we were always (laughs) staying through the end. It's like, and there was that one WandaVision episode that had, like, three different, like, things that you had to stay through. I never even, that was the last episode. (laughs) I never, I didn't stay. (laughs) Okay, Brennan, Uh. who is our one true queen? Is it Wanda? (laughs) It's Wanda. No, it's Wanda. No, it's actually... uh, 
I have to say it's Tamara Barney, mm. Tamara Judge. So she posted an Instagram today that dragged Gretchen Rossi <laughs> to hell. And I'm going to read it in full. Great. She said, go away. Could you imagine not seeing someone for years and they still trash talk you every chance they get? Why is it that people that know you the least have the most to say about your life? I guess that's how they show their, quote, true colors. Go away, please. Don't you have a selfie to blur? A job to find? MLM to promote? The opening of a toilet seat to attend? You're not paid to argue anymore, sugar tits. Use your platform for good. It's very rewarding. May God bless your blurry soul. (laughs) Heart emoji. (laughs) Hashtag relentless. Hashtag obsessed. You'll never get ahead by dwelling on the past. Hashtag move on. Happy Earth Day. Now go pound sand. (laughs) It's actually like that entire caption. That is art. Wow. That is art. And like the funny thing is it's it's like a little Streisand effecty in terms of like I did not know Gretchen Christine Butte was saying anything about Tamara, but now like I want to find out what she's saying. (laughs) Don't you have a selfie to blur? (laughs) That's my a job to find, (laughs) MLM to promote, a Q march, the opening of a toilet, (laughs) a Q march to attend. Also, like, like now that I've been watching, rewatching Real Houses of OC, and like knowing that Tamara said the thing about Ronald Reagan, I'm like, wow, our liberal queen. Although I gotta say, like. Earlier today, I was, like, diving into Steve Lodge's Instagram, and he's, Mm -hmm. like, truly off the deep end. I don't know how she navigates that in terms of her relationship with Vicky, because, like, she seems to be, like, going down to Mexico to hang out with him, too. I know, but she's also, like, close with, like, Bronwyn, Mm -hmm. so it's, like, who knows? Wow, what a queen, and what a week for us to be reunited Great, great episodes, great news. Winter's coming. Love to see it. Winter's coming. And um, as usual, go to comethroughqueen.com for all your Come Through Queen needs. Also, Brendan was on another podcast this past week. On He was on Andy's Girls, returning to the, the People's People's Couch. Oh, yeah. I, I returned to the People's People's Couch. Uh, check us out. We're charting. <laughs> You're, you are charting. She's starting. All right. Something we have yet to achieve. Well, no, kidding. we chart in Ireland, Brendan, as, <laughs> as you know. Um, Top of the morning. So, so go to comethroughqueen.com. Uh, join the Patreon. We have our weekly pre-shows. Uh, we have the bonus episode this week of ranking the Atlanta Housewives with some surprises in there. It's actually like we both were shocked going into it. Cause like, it feels like there's so many Atlanta housewives, but there really isn't that many. Mm-hmm. And it's not as contentious as our New York episode. Yeah, But I think the New York episode was a fan favorite. Uh, so yeah. So like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.